0: There's an old saying that has been around for a long time eyes on the road hands on the wheel you're heading the game and if you can just tell yourself that and remind yourself of things like that and and tell yourself i'm at
1: work welcome to the oakley podcast trucking business and family this show is brought to you by oakley trucking headquartered in north little rock arkansas the purpose of this podcast is to communicate with oakley owner operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry. From business advice, to safety updates, to success stories. Also, to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, I'm Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is episode 30. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about distractive driving. Uh, got Randy Rimel sitting in with me today, and we're going to get down and dirty with some distracted driving and talk about some examples that have happened at the past and here at Oakley and also. Talk about some solutions, maybe, and hope to get you thinking a little bit about distracted driving because we know it's a uh, it's a huge problem on the roads today. But first, I want to let you know, if you didn't hear last week's podcast, man, I recommend you guys go back and listen to it. I had Al Robertson from Duck Dynasty on there and just did a great, great episode. I encourage everybody to go back and listen to that one if you haven't yet. Um, so let's get to... Uh, Before we get started here, let's listen to Vicki Chastain with this week's Need to Know segment. If you're not careful, you can easily find yourself spending too much money while on the road away from home. Saving money on the road, that's this week's Need to Know segment. Plan ahead, bring food with you, and if you really need something, try to purchase it at a regular store, not a truck stop. When you're home, you want to enjoy your time there and don't want to think about heading back out. But taking a little time to prep for your next trip out is incredibly important and will save you money on the road. Setting some financial goals will help you stay motivated while out on the road. I'm Vicki Chastain, and that's this week's Need to Know segment. Okay, Randy Ryman, what's going on today? Doing oh. all right? No, I'm doing good. It sure is a beautiful day here in Arkansas, isn't it though, man? Yes, it is. is nice. A little yeah. weather changing, a little bit, getting a little cooler. That's right. Leaves are changing. Just different things it's, happen it's, then, it's, don't they? It's think? it's good. It's it's really beautiful place here at Oakley today, isn't it though? Um, I want to talk distracted driving today? Okay. And I want to get your input because you are. A safe driver of course absolutely and but more than that you've driven over the road for
0: how long started my driving career in 1977 and got out of a truck uh, in 1998 so what's that like 21 years that's good it's a long, a long time. time that is a long time lots of miles um I don't want to jinx myself. I'll probably have a crash on the way home. But so far, I can say that I've never had an accident in all of that 21 years of driving. That is awesome. So that's, um, yeah. That it's pretty
1: impressive. There. You can drive that long. Now, in all fairness, were there that many distractions as there is today back then?
0: Uh, yes, there were. But they were different kinds. Okay, and and today it's real easy for us to blame it on all the technology and cell phones, which it it is, it get, contributes a lot. But there was still a lot of those old fashioned, and and the reason I call them old fashioned distractions is because it's just simply the driver himself allowed himself to be distracted. He's going down the highway and he sees this guy out there fishing in a lake, and he looks out there and he's thinking, you know, man, that could be me. And he gets to thinking about his boat. He says, well, I hadn't been home for two weeks now, but uh, last time I looked at the boat, I think it had a flat tire on it. Can't remember when was the last time I took it to the lake. So all the time he's going down the highway thinking about his boat at home, who's driving the truck? Yeah because his mind even though his body is there in the truck his mind is on his boat or that last uh, uh, excursion they had at the lake or whatever the case might have been but he's not thinking about his
1: driving. Yeah. I can <laughs> understand that too. And that 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 is a prime example of one of the three uh ways that distracted driving is categorized. So mm-hmm. and this was just a little bit of my research. I know you're the you're the safety mm-hmm. man here but I did a little bit of research on some of this, too, just so I could be prepared. But the the three ways is, one is visual, Mm -hmm. like you're talking about, seeing stuff. Exactly. Out there fishing. Right. The second is manual, Mm -hmm. actually hands off the wheel. I'm reaching for something. I'm looking for something in the truck. You're actually, I'm eating or something like Mm -hmm. that. And then the other one, number three, is cognitive, which is another, what you were just describing, your mind's on. That boat, or whatever that, else, and you're not concentrating on driving, and, you, and then all of a sudden you start concentrating on driving, and you don't remember the last ten miles. That's uh, the old fashioned version of
0: that is that we're worried about this truck, and if that rear end's going to hold up, or if the transmission's going to make it till I get to where I'm going. Mm. So your mind is not on your driving, but yes, you're right. It, it is on something else um well, many,
1: many things could be whether it's equipment or something else going on in your life we know distracted driving is is something that cannot be taken lightly these days we see too many results of it mm-hmm. and you hear about it all the time and it is just sad to see some of these accidents i was just telling you all ago about the one i witnessed yesterday just going home mm-hmm. you know from from here to Conway arkansas and it uh it was terrible you know you don't know exactly whether it was distractive or not, but, you know, guy rear-ended a guy rear ended a big truck and, mm-hmm. and it was bad. And, it, and then that wreck caused other wrecks, you know, <laughs> down the road because people it just seems uh, are not paying attention. I mean, I only get to drive, you know, 80 miles, to 85 miles a day, 40 miles each way. So mm-hmm. I only get to see that rush hour distracted driving and mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's a lot of race car driving, weaving in and out. It's uh, on that phone constantly. I mean, you can see, especially in the dark, you can see their phone lit up mm-hmm. in the cabs, got the old cab lit up, mm-hmm. uh, or car that they're in, and you know. So you, I just witness it every day, and it's uh, it, it's it worries me. I got two boys driving mm-hmm. on the roads these days. Thank goodness they're not having to commute to Little Rock back during rush hour. But you know, it's it's distracted driving is something that. We have made it serious here at Oakley, for sure, because we know driving a big truck, you got a lot more responsibility than a person driving a four-wheeler.
0: Absolutely. And again, just like you would mentioned, you are spending a short time in that car, even though it's a high stress, it's a time of of heavy traffic and all. But a lot of times our drivers, they're spending eight, nine, ten hours in that same situation. Day after day after day. Um, I, I hate to bring in complacency into this, but it does happen because the driver gets into an environment where he's comfortable being in that heavy traffic. And it's like, well, done this yesterday, did it the day before, did it last year. It's it's not a big deal. I can handle this. The truth of the matter is that we never know what's going to happen uh, a quarter of a mile or, or a few minutes down the road in front of us. So we really have to be on our game all the time. Uh, We can't allow ourselves to be complacent because when we do, that's when we give ourselves time to say, I can relax. I don't have to pay attention. And besides, I can go ahead and pick up uh, whatever it is that I left laying down in the floorboard down here, and I can reach over
1: and grab that, and I can do that without having to stop. I I read that text and answered it, and everything was okay. I did it one time right let me try i I, bet i I can do that i I got this now this ain't nothing you know why are people talking about this being dangerous oh man i can multitask (laughs) like nobody's business (laughs) you just (laughs) it's just a matter of time it is you know before your statistic and that's what we don't want so so that's what we want to talk about a little bit distracted driving um me and randy rime will hear it oakley trucking and and we Wanted to do this podcast because we know how important it is, and we want to get the message out there because we've seen it. Especially Randy sees it firsthand with safety videos. We got we got videos from um, dash cams that we can look at and see what's going on. And I tell you, it's it's an eye opener. Do you have some um, just to kind of get the listeners in tune with us? Some examples or some stories of distracted driving that might. Uh, that we could tell and hit home with some people
0: many times, many times over the years. I've, I've had friends of mine that's been involved in accidents and, uh, it's been a few years ago now, but, uh, one of our drivers, matter of fact, he'd been driving for about 10 years and he had never had any kind of a little accident, never scratched a fender, good driver. It's very, very, uh, um, uh, conscientious about everything that he did. One day he calls me up and he says, Hey, he says, uh, you know those little yellow poles? Yeah. He said, well, I got too close to one of them coming off the scales, and I kind of messed up my fender and my step over there. I thought, well, okay, you know, after 10 years of driving, it's like, well, yeah, everybody's allowed a mistake every now and then. Well, next week he calls me again. He says, hey, uh, kind of messed up the end of my trailer a little bit there. My, I got to get my lights fixed and my mud flap and stuff, and, I said, well, what happened, Bill? He said, man, I was backing into that door there and and trying to get loaded, and I just wasn't paying attention, I guess, and I backed into the door and messed up my trailer. Hmm. I said, well, that's kind of unusual because this is the second time in two weeks. Well, we'll get it fixed. Keep on trucking. Well, the next week he calls me again. Oh, no. I said, Bill, what's going on? He says, "Uh, well, got involved in a little minor accident here. He said, nobody got hurt or anything, but uh, the policeman's making out a report. And I said, okay, all right. Well, call me back here in a little bit. Let me know what all takes place. After I got visiting with him, I said, "Uh, Bill, tell me what's going on. He said, what do you mean? I said, well you've been a good hand you've drove for 10 years and never scratched a fender and now three incidents in three weeks what what is it there's kind of a long pause there and he says well he said tell you the truth just me and wife's going through a divorce we've been married Uh nearly 30 years and Uh she wants a divorce oh man so i could easily see right then that bill's head's not in the game he's not paying attention to what his job is Uh and, and what he's doing and He's focused on other things. And, of course, you know, the uh, marriage and finances and, and family's health and those kind of issues are very important to everybody. And um, he just allowed it to take most of his time and, instead of focusing on his driving.
1: Yeah, that, that's, a, that's exactly what happens, part of that cognitive uh exactly yes distracted driving we were talking about it's it's in your mind and that's all you think about when something happens like that mm-hmm. you can't get your mind off of it and you know that's that's a that's a tough deal to get through mm-hmm. you know to try to get through because you get oh when you're driving right i mean you're just thinking about it
0: mm-hmm. that's right
1: and uh and it's hard not to I, I understand totally that is at the top of his priority list at that time
0: after all he's been driving for 10 years he he doesn't really have to think about it anymore he doesn't have to concentrate on it and so once he just gets a little bit complacent and lets his guard down just a little bit things happen yeah and uh, he's he, just a little off his game you got to be fully focused all the time all the time all the time there's an old saying that's been around for a long time but and it just uh, goes along with with all aspects of driving, but especially hits home with distracted driving. Is the uh, the slogan goes eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, your head in the game. Yep. You know, and and if you can just tell yourself that, and remind yourself of things like that, and, and tell yourself I'm at work, I, I need to pay attention to what I'm doing. I've got other things going on. In Bill's case, it was with his is marriage and all but um uh, i'm I'm at work right now, I've got to stay focused on my work, yeah, and I'll take care of this, but I'm gonna make that phone call later on this afternoon i'm gonna schedule a stop, I'll be doing a ten hour break or something. I can do it
1: then, yeah, you know that's a that's uh similar to us i mean we you know we're not driving every day, but you know early on when I started at Oakley. Uh, me and my wife had a good understanding don't call me at work mm-hmm. unless it's something you know that uh really really important and you need me for i'm i'm fo- i gotta stay focused here you know and she's sure. she, of course she's very such a great wife and respectful to do that and that, mm-hmm. that helps me stay focused where i'm not distracted by a phone call you mm-hmm. know something that's going on that's you know, not really important. You know I'm saying right. she calls me with stuff, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But the house know, is and, not on fire. And that's the same thing. I, I, I'm thinking because I'm doing my job and I get distracted, then it's hard for me to get back in the groove and do it. And I can just imagine driving a truck down the interstate mm-hmm. and I get calls and it changes my thinking. I'm not thinking now of safe mm-hmm. distance or, you know, what's behind me, what am I coming up on, Um, you know, all that stuff Mm -hmm. that they've got to think about constantly, you know, it's uh, I'm distracted now. Exactly. And even
0: though that, um, of course, the laws, the FMCSA says you can't use a handheld device, but you can use a hands-free device. And a lot of drivers have those, but even then, uh, your brain, your thinking is on your conversation And if you've had a a fairly intense conversation, if it's uh, about marriage or finances or or family health or children or something like that that's very important to all of us, it takes about 10 seconds for your brain to get back focused on your driving even after you've hung up the phone. So there's still a lapse of time there. At 60 miles an hour, you're traveling like 90 feet per second. So you can see in those 10 seconds – You've traveled nine hundred feet before your brain, uh, I guess, in one way of saying, gets back in the truck with you.
1: That that cell phone has just got to be the most distractive thing mm-hmm. that has ever been involved in. And when it comes to driving, I mean, exactly. it is amazing that little computer you got in your pocket mm-hmm. is. It, people are addicted to it, mm-hmm. absolutely addicted to that thing. Yes, and it call it just makes a lot of challenges when you're driving and, and i driving a truck i can't imagine what our owner operators go through every day with all these cars because they all looking at that phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean i it seems like the laws don't matter the rules don't matter they're going to look at that phone these these cars driving up down the interstate it's like yeah you know they're, it's almost like that law is not for me. That's just for the truck driver.
0: (laughs) And there are those states that have, you know, cell phones you can't use. It doesn't matter. I think here in Arkansas, I think their their laws are especially for the younger ones, Uh, but even adults, as we've learned to do multitasking and so forth, or at least we call it that, I, I don't really think we're as good at multitasking as we think we are. That's right. <laughs> you see, I'm <laughs> and I, I'm wondering what this person that you were telling me about that rear-ended the big truck in heavy traffic were they multitasking? You know, it's hard to say, but at yeah. the same time, uh, something went wrong. They they obviously lost their focus on the driving, and, and here they are in an accident now. And, but uh,
1: now you looked up some stats for us. I did. Well, yes, give us, give us a little bit of that uh, to one, go on.
0: One of the things. Uh, You know, that I've always thought of, and and part of this goes back to that old-fashioned way of thinking way back before cell phones came along. But drivers that spend the majority of their time out there in the traffic, um, basically playing in traffic, let's say, their uh, uh, opportunities to get involved in accidents is extremely high already. And that's just when they're staying focused and doing a good job because of so much cars and, and traffic on the road. But if they're texting, if they're having anything to do with that cell phone, now they've increased those odds by 23 times, 23 times more likely to have an accident uh, while they're texting or on the phone. One of the other things here at Oakley that we've noticed uh, when a driver has a hard braking event, he, for whatever reason, he comes up on a stop sign a little too quick or traffic stopping too quick or whatever when he has a hard braking event 70% of those events are related to distracted driving the reason that the driver has a hard braking event is because he's not paying attention to his driving mm.
1: and that and we know that because those are oakley statistics yeah
0: <laughs> that that comes straight out of our computers where we look at all of these critical events, these hard-breaking events that our drivers have. And you can look at the video. You can look at the video. You can listen to the video. The audio that's on there tells us that he's on the telephone. Yeah. He's talking. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's – there. Um, actually, if you look at all of the truck crashes across the U.S., uh, and I'm talking about all trucks – uh, roughly 70 to 71% of all of those truck crashes somehow is connected with distracted driving. So it, it is um, amazing, that, like you are saying, this little device that we spend so much time with. But I think the answer to a lot of this stuff is, too, is that we have got to have that self-discipline. We've got to tell ourselves, just like you and your wife had made an agreement, that uh, I'm at work. And please don't bother me uh, unless the house catches on fire or it's an emergency of some sort. Let me wait until I can stop, and then I'll give you a call. But uh, to just be chit-chatting back on the phone, back and forth every day, all day long—that that's the biggest distraction there was. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times the driver—he wants to be at home anyway. He—he he, most of our drivers don't get enough home time to start with and uh, they want to be at home and they feel like a lot of times they're missing out on on things at home but at the same time that um that chit chat back and forth that conversation that texting all of those things that that creates a distraction
1: for him and um you know being disciplined is is a challenge with anything it but is. being you know what you're saying is if you need to make that phone call or you need to send that text, I mean, you need to plan for that stuff. You need to wait yes. till you where you can pull over safely, rest area. Do it that night. I mean, you got to you. You, you get. But here is the. Th- I mean, I don't even drive, but I am thinking. You know, the Qualcomm's going off. Mm-hmm. The dispatcher's calling me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've got to be on the CB to go mm-hmm. in and out of these plants or. You know I'm trying to get- direct. I can just imagine all the distractions that a driver has to go through every day it mm-hmm. it just i don't know we you know we talked we had a our plan was to actually we were going to have a guy in, one of our drivers in here, and it didn't mm-hmm. work out because I was wanting to hear from him on some of these situations, but, and I'm sure our listeners right now are on rockers going, Oh, I can tell you, I can tell you (laughs) just call me. I can tell you,
0: Uh, you know,
1: there's so many distractions Mm -hmm. though, Randy, how in the world do they discipline themselves to ignore all those distractions?
0: Well, I think one of the best ways is we see these four wheelers and I know it's easy for truck drivers to blame it on the four wheelers because they're the ones that are doing all the, the making all the stupid stuff out there. But, I think if the drivers, uh, our drivers, will look at these people in the four-wheelers and see what they're doing and ask themselves, do I act like that? Do I text while I'm going down the road? Do I talk on the phone and and try to push the buttons and uh, make a phone call? Do I I try to do what these four-wheelers are doing? Wow, maybe. I might be in the same boat that they're in, maybe. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Well, you was telling me about the the truck you got in recently to do a road test with yes. the guy. Tell me about yeah. that.
0: Well, he's a really nice truck. Uh, it's all custom inside. It was really nice truck, but one of the things that I noticed was a problem. There in front of him, he had his uh, his Garmin, his GPS, setting up there, and it's. I don't know, a fairly good-sized screen, much bigger than a cell phone anyway. So he's got that on his dash, and right next to it, he's got a little holder there mounted to hold his cell phone in there so he can look at it going down the road. Well, right next to that, he's also got a tablet mounted up, and it's, I don't know, gosh, it's it's pretty good size, probably four times as big as a cell phone. And also on his dash, then we installed his, uh, his ELD, his log machine, that so he's got all of these screens probably a free pass mm, well there was it was a little bit farther forward but it was in the windshield okay and um i know that uh i didn't sit in his driver's seat but i'm almost sure he couldn't see his fender mounted mirror for all of these electronic gadgets being in his in his way mm. and uh he, he's just got so many electronics there that that distraction by itself just to uh, one of them blinks or lights up or uh, flickers or something. He's going to take his eyes off the road and look over there at the tablet or at the e-log or at the phone, or he's going to do something different besides driving. He's going to be a distracted
1: driver. So I, I, I don't see how you can concentrate with all that going
0: mm-mm, mm-mm. going on. And, and he really can't. He really can't. It's, uh, I'll tell you, it's just too much. And uh, one of the things that I think would be very helpful, uh, just because that cell phone rings, tell yourself, you know, I can wait and answer that phone call. These new phones, these smartphones, they're going to tell you who called. So all you've got to do is wait 30 minutes or whenever you get on down the road to a stops, a, a truck stop or a rest area or something, look at your phone and then call them back
1: yeah the hard part with that though is if it's dispatch calling you
0: well yeah i know but uh we've always talked to our dispatchers you know and, and told them please limit those calls if you do make a call to a driver try to keep it real short yeah you know not no great long lengthy conversation or anything unless you've made sure that the driver's sitting still to begin with yeah but um and always avoid texting because if a dispatcher texts to the driver that's just gonna create that habit of now the driver's gonna text back. And so we sure don't
1: want that. And our policy here at Oakley is no texting between Absolute driver and company. Right. No texting. Right. Because and not all our owner operators know that you can't be texting while you're driving. That no. is Mm-mm. that is the dumbest thing to do when mm-hmm. you're when you're in a truck driving down a road, even in a vehicle. Yes. You know, it's a... Uh, even in your personal vehicle. personal vehicle, yes. you cannot do it. It is so distracting. There was something I read that it was uh, what was that? It was like uh, having a .08 alcohol exact level content if you were yes. texting while you're driving. Yes, I mean that's uh that's, that's pretty bad. That's right, that's <laughs> pretty bad. Same, it's basically the same thing as a drunk driver. Well, it, it's you know everybody thinks it's not going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. You know, I got this down. Oh yeah, I can I can handle this, <laughs> and it and it's simple things. You know, you had told me before we came in here we was talking about an example where uh, we rear-ended a vehicle on a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh
0: my goodness. Yes. Oh, you know, that terrible. Was, that was awful. Yeah, the uh, traffic had come to a stop there on the Mississippi River Bridge, and it uh, was backing up on the bridge, and our driver evidently he's. Looking out the window, watching the boats going up and down the river, or something, and rear-ended a vehicle. There's three cars, three vehicles involved in it. Yeah. and um, you know he never never hit his brakes until after he hit that first car, and he realized, oh, I just hit something. Mm. And then he steps on the brakes. And um, that is he, definitely distracting. Yeah, and he's just he's simply um, gotten too comfortable. Too complacent, looked out the windshield, and he says, oh, man, hey, look at there. That's that's great.
1: But he lost his focus. Yeah. Snuck up on him. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing. We don't want anybody to be a statistic. We, we mm-hmm. don't want it to happen to, to you guys. You know, everybody gets comfortable with what they're doing. Um, it, you know, I talk about me and Russell, we always have this argument back and forth, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he drives in the left lane on the way home because he's my neighbor mm-hmm. he, he drives in the left lane on the way home you know just bumper to bumper with people over there well i'm in the right lane over uh-huh. here with the cruise set uh-huh. just cruising right along and he's like well get out of the way you're holding <laughs> things up over there and i'm like you just go on there with yourself buddy and then we end up getting home at the same time that's like, right you know yeah, yeah. and i'm a whole lot more you know, I'm feeling good about it. You bet. He's over in that left lane just getting after it anyway. It's just different things because he's comfortable. People get comfortable driving like that and confident, mm-hmm. and they push it to the limit a little bit, I think, until it happens. And that's the last thing we want. We, we've seen times where good drivers, mm-hmm. really good drivers, like that, when you talked about at the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, how he started hitting a few things. Right. And yeah. we just don't uh, – you know, that's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is to – Make people aware of distracted driving. Make yourself look in the mirror a little bit. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this stuff? And am I? Is it just a matter of time before something happens? That's what we don't want you to be because yeah. our guys are the professionals. Yes. So we all know it's probably not their fault they're the best driver on the road mm-hmm. that's right it's not these people driving these cars and trucks and weaving out a track where they're the worst drivers on the road <laughs> that's right <laughs> so you know our guys are the best and mm-hmm. but they they're the professional and they got to stay focused all the time all day every day exactly this is how they make their living they they have got to
0: one of the things too and even though they I've talked to the driver and they said, Well, it wasn't my fault I got involved in this accident. It may not be your fault, but you still get to suffer some of the repercussions of it because of the fact that your truck is now in the body shop for three weeks. Oh man. Well, let's see, how much revenue is that gonna generate? You know zero. And when on the other hand, if the driver had been a little bit more proactive, if he had had just a little bit better following distance, if he had been a little bit more aware of what was going on around him, he could have avoided that. Could have avoided the three weeks of downtime. Of course, I know Oakley drivers, they they got pockets full of money. They're, they're in good shape. So <laughs> right. some of them would maybe like to have a couple of weeks right. off. <laughs> maybe. You know? But at the same time, there is, uh, there's no revenue. It's, it's going to cost them money. And then, too, uh, I talked to a lot of drivers, and they say, well, yeah, boy, my, my old truck's doing real good since they got it fixed, except I'm having this problem. You know, and it just seems like that truck never goes back together as good as it once was before the accident.
1: Well, and that's something – I mean it- – so, if you were to have an accident right now today, and your truck's down for three or four weeks, what are you going
0: yeah. to do? Yeah, there you go. So, I, and again, I know Oakley drivers; they'll just keep writing checks out of their personal account to pay the bills. <laughs> but not all
1: drivers can do that. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I don't know. It's a, you know, distracted driving is a uh, is a challenge to overcome. I mean, I I I have to do it too, but. These guys that drive, you know, hours and hours a day, it's definitely a challenge with them. So you got to be prepared. But, you know, good thing is we got some really good guys
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we don't see guys a whole lot of these problems. We do see a handful every day of, of you know, this stuff you're talking about, heartbreaking mm-hmm. accidents that happen. But I, I just, everybody needs to know you're, you're that one mistake away. You got to be mm-hmm. careful. They that one distraction away from having a problem you yes. know, and having an accident. It's unfortunate, and I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how y'all stay focused for eight hours a day, 10 hours a day driving cross country with these uh, people on the road because it, it's uh <laughs> you are to be commended. absolutely. and you know, and
0: I always tell everybody in orientation is you see a guy that's uh, got a, a million mile ring he's got a million miles with no accidents, that is quite an accomplishment because that's going to take somewhere in the ballpark of eight years of driving without an accident in order to accomplish that million miles. And if he's managed to do it that long, he's, he's done pretty good. He has had his head in the game. He has stayed focused on what he's doing and paid attention to what was going on around him all the time. It wasn't just when he felt good or, or if he felt like trucking that he's day. He's not
1: getting lucky doing that. No,
0: he's not getting lucky. Absolutely not. He is staying focused. Yeah. And and this is a, a, a very intense type of a job. The guys have got to pay attention. Uh, 60, 70 miles an hour, things happen really quick. And you have got to stay focused all the time. Or you're If you just miss something. That's usually when you get involved in an accident. So you really got to be on your A game all the time. One of the things that will help them to be on their A game, and that's just simply get a good night's rest. Yeah. And and you think, well, that's, that's kind of simple. But, uh, you know, and we all have issues and different things from time to time, and the guy doesn't get a good night's rest. Maybe uh, got a bowl of chili in there that just didn't go well with him and, about every hour or so, he has to get up and run back into the truck stop the bathroom. Uh-huh. So he didn't sleep well last night. Well, go ahead and try to make some allowance for that because during the day, you're not going to be quite as awake and quite as alert as you might normally have been if you had gotten a good night's sleep. And all it takes is just a, a little slip up and yeah. you missed something. Now you've been involved in an accident.
1: And when that call comes in, it just stops everything. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Everything stops.
0: You know, you had plans. You were going to pick up this load, and, and that way that's the one that was going to get you home for the weekend or whatever. And all that's out the window now. Everything's changed. All changes when that happens. It does. It yeah. does. So some <laughs> of the things I'd like to touch on just a little bit, some of the, uh, the causes uh, the biggest problem with these truck crashes is the text messaging, but also um, just looking around inside the cab, you know. And we touched a little bit on that, uh, looking for a, a notebook or a pencil or or whatever it was that I, I thought I had it laying right there in the jump seat, and I can't find it. Uh, don't don't be monkeying around with stuff like that. Stay focused on your driving. You can always find that pencil or whatever it is you're looking for when you get stopped. Um, one of the other things that we've seen happen is uh, drivers eating going down the road. Uh, I had a guy one time that uh, his wife had made him some pickles, and she had spiced them up real good and everything and put them in a little container for him. and He got choked on one of those pickles uh couldn't breathe of course anytime that a person doesn't matter if they're going down the road or sitting still if if you can't breathe there's going to be a panic spot in there somewhere and uh, he wound up off down in the median and everything and didn't turn the truck over or didn't hit anyone but it could have been a disaster um, had one guy that dropped his sandwich. He was reaching down trying to get the sandwich and he ran off the road, tore the front end out of his truck, hit a culvert. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so things things like that, it's um, it's just not worth it. Let the sandwich lay on the floorboard. You can get another one. You know, leave it alone. It's probably got that
1: is the hardest thing to do. (laughs) It's probably got to put the cell phone down, but I can't leave a sandwich (laughs) laying in the floorboard sitting there looking (laughs) at it. I'm, I gotta pick that dude up and eat. Oh, me gotta pull over on the side of the road and get that thing. Yeah, I know
0: that's a couple of other things is um, drivers trying to write. Uh, maybe they're on the phone and uh, they're trying to get directions from someplace and they're, they've they got a, a pad and a pencil there and they're trying to write or do something along those lines. That's, that's another big distraction where guys can run off the road and hit things and uh, vehicles in front of them stop and they're like, well... I was actually looking down because I had this piece of paper on my knee and I was trying to to write this address down. And when I looked up, then that car stopped and I didn't. And Uh so they got involved in an accident that way. But those are just a few examples, you know, but it goes all back to that self-discipline. We just got to tell ourselves I'm at work. I need to stay focused on my job. When I get stopped, I can take care of this other stuff. I can dig around, find that sandwich then. Yeah.
1: Do we have uh, any guys call in and actually telling us about other distracted drivers?
0: Yes, yes, sure is. Um, occasionally, we'll we'll get that. Not not a great deal, but um, as a matter of fact, um, I had a driver the other day. Uh, it's it's a little bit different subject, but one of his concerns was because we always tell our Oakley drivers uh when you're dumping out, always uh wait your turn in line. In other words, don't try to dump two trucks at the same time side by side. Just in case one of them decides to turn over. Right. Well, this guy was from a different company and he just pulled up beside our truck while we were dumping and he decides he's gonna dump out too. what our guy do? Well he told him he says, hey, he said this this is not really safe. This is not a good idea. He said, Oh, we do it all the time. Don't worry about it. Mm. You know, and our guy was kind of upset about it. Sure, because he was afraid something was going to go wrong. But uh, every once in a while, we'll we'll get a driver that calls in, and and he's pointing out some some faults that some other driver has made or distracting driving. He's wobbling down the road. He's got his foot up on the dash and his phone in his hand. And Hmm. occasionally, we'll get some calls like
1: that. They need to call those people in. Absolutely, call the. The company I'm sure the company would like to hear about it yes if that happened it's happening I know we do if, if we got guys uh, doing something like that we want to know about it
0: absolutely you know we uh, we don't have cameras that face the driver our cameras are all looking forward they're forward facing but I can also at the same time understand why some companies may have dri- uh, cameras that face the drivers because the driver's he's he's not paying attention to his job. Yeah. You know, and and uh, that maybe that's a, a mental thing that helps the driver to stay focused. But uh, we've we've got to have that self discipline to tell ourselves we're at work. I got to pay attention. And I think that
1: our guys have that. I really mm-hmm. do because anywhere you go, Oakley owner operators are a different caliber. They are a truck drivers. Yes, than the uh, the general truck driving public. They're, they're just a different caliber. They're ahead above. I think above everybody else and yes. they're, you know, they're intelligent. They understand the rules that I think they're disciplined. Like you're talking about them. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know we have accidents that we've talked about here today, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, with 865 on our operators, mm-hmm. you're going to have accidents. I, I think, you know, the purpose of this podcast today is basically be aware of your distracted driving. exactly, and, do something about it, and don't don't be confident that you've got it whooped. <laughs> that yeah. I can do to I've got this distracted
0: driving down. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would encourage everybody to look in the mirror and ask yourself: Am I one of those distracted drivers? Yeah. Do I do those things that is going to cause me to lose focus on my driving?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'd say. Most people do that at some point during the day, mm-hmm. uh, but you just got to be disciplined not to do it at all. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, just to, again, I'll, I'd like to repeat that old slogan that, uh, like I say, has been around for a long time, but keep your eyes on the road, keep your hands on the wheel,
1: keep your head in the game. That sums it up right there. Yeah. Appreciate you hanging with me today, Randy. Uh, appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. I hope this was helpful and make you guys a better and safer driver. Uh, everybody out there we enjoyed also listen up for uh next week's podcast uh, is going to be the guys from recruiting are going to get together i am on vacation so Ooh. yeah so those guys they they uh they think they can do this without me i so, said well i'd <laughs> love for you guys to learn how to do this without me so <laughs> those recruiters are going to get in here and they're going to talk about the recruiting process and hiring and what all goes on with that. So it'll be a good topic for next week. Uh, appreciate, everybody, appreciate everybody listening to this. Be sure and share it with everybody. Go on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us feedback. Uh, anytime you got questions or anything, especially on this distracted driving, this episode today, I will forward them all to Randy Rommel. Okay, be sure and give me a call. If you got any questions or problems with anything like that, just always give us a call. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.